Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With Coach Red, where we bring you all the news, stories, takes, and opinions about your favorite teams from the Pacific North Fresh, from the good to the bad, to the Mariners. The Mariners, baby. We're getting closer and closer each day. Spring training is here. Spring training is alive as well. The bomb squad is in full effect. But... It's a little too early for us to have our overreactions on spring training. We're going to push that off for at least a week. So we're going to get into something that's a little near and dear to my heart. And that is the NFL draft and it is mock draft season. So it is time for us to do our mock draft. But before we get into that, why don't you tell, why don't I tell you who we are? If you're looking for a guy that will wear a Seahawks jersey and his new patented mock draft beanie. You <laughs> might be looking for a guy like me, your boy, Coach Red. You can find me on Twitter at the real Coach Red, on Instagram at the real underscore Coach Red. Hop on over to YouTube as well, kicking it with Coach Red. Search at the real Coach Red to not only view, but also when you're there, subscribe. Hit the bell notifications, smash the like button. Still waiting on the comments, you sorry suckers. So pick it up. Lamos. Got him. <laughs> if you're looking for someone that still uses the term Lamos <laughs> in a mock draft episode, you might be looking for a guy like Lefty France. What up, peeps? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France, on Instagram at DFrance13. Follow our pod while you're at it at Coach Red Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, freaking do it. And if you're looking for someone with the knowledge and prowess of college football, this guy might even be considered a scout <laughs> for all we know. It's killing Kane. Kane, where you at? Yes, it is me, Statosaurus Rex, <laughs> aka. Killing Kane. You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Killing Kane. Follow him, follow him, follow him. <laughs> do it, freaking do it. Boom. Gosh, you almost missed out on that. Whew. Not that hard, people. Oh, it gets me in mock draft <laughs> mode. So, <laughs> what we're going to do here, we've got 31 total picks because the Miami Dolphins have forfeited their first round pick not by choice but kind of by a choice that their owner made in trying to lure Tom Brady and Sean Payton to the team illegally so <laughs> sucks sucks to suck Miami but Dirty rotten shouldn't, have, shouldn't have been there <laughs> what we're gonna do here is we're just gonna go in order we're doing no trades we might get into a trade scenario down the line but for our initial one so they're there's going to be some movement. I would say in this year's NFL draft, I could see multiple teams in the top 10 and some even in the top 15 that get moved around quite a bit on draft day and maybe even before. So this is our pre combine combine starts on Wednesday. We are recording this on Tuesday. So this episode will be coming out on your audio devices tonight and on YouTube tomorrow morning primed and ready for the combine so let's break it down we're gonna go first pick we have the chicago bears 
I'll go ahead and take this one. Chicago Bears taking Will Anderson edge out of Alabama. One of the top guys going into the year, one of the top five guys right now in a majority of big boards. What you see with Will Anderson is great results. He's got height, weight, speed. He knows how to finish at the quarterback, super toolsy. And I think that with the Bears, you have Matt Eberflus there. He's a defensive-sided head coach. What you want to see is bring in a pass rusher with the likes you have not had since you drafted Khalil Mack with the Bears. So, was he ever? Yeah, then he got traded to the Raiders. The Raiders. No, started with the Raiders. No, he started with the Raiders. Went to the Bears. To the Bears. So, then he best got guy that they wish that they drafted, the but they gave up a first-round pick for him. So, Boom. Will Anderson lock it in Chicago Bears. Oh, Pick two. Coach Red Houston, slip up. Houston Texans. Where are they going, Lefty? They're going with a quarterback uh, where they really need it. <laughs> um, I We think that they're going to go with Bryce Young out of Alabama. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the draft. His Size is a little iffy. Um, smaller guy, I think it said Bama weighed him at 194. Pretty small. Um, but when you watch him play, he it doesn't seem like anything phases him. He's got a level head and makes great play calls and just can control the field, honestly. I think him going at two is a great pick for the Texans and they really need a quarterback at this point in time. Like it. All right, Kane pick three. We've got Arizona Cardinals. Where, what are they doing? Arizona Cardinals are going to select Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter, Jaylen out Carter. of <laughs> Carter. out of Georgia. I mean, he is in, from what I've heard, the best player in this whole entire draft class. Um, You know, they lost a lot with J.J. Watt retiring. This kind of fills a void for that line. Um, You need somebody who's going to cause havoc, and he is definitely one of those guys who's going to battle in the trenches day in, day out, and would be my unanimous pick, I believe, for uh, defensive rookie of the year. Wow. Like it. Hot so, takes, like hot takes hot coming take. in strong. <laughs> All right, pick number four, we've got the Indianapolis Colts. I'll go ahead and take this one. A guy who's been rising a lot recently. Give me Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of Florida. I think that in the last mock we were going to do, he was substantially lower, but he's been flying up the board a little bit. Super toolsy. He's out there posting videos of him just flicking the ball like on a laser to the sideline it's bananas and if you look at the Colts hiring Shane Steichen the offensive coordinator from the Eagles who did the Eagles have a very versatile run type quarterback that might not have had elite arm strength now you've got probably a less composed a little bit more raw version of a Jalen Hurts but the physical tools are all a step up, more prototypical size, speed to burn, arm strength to go crazy. And if you want a guy that has shown that he can grow and form a guy where Jalen Hurts, a second round pick, 
wasn't necessarily looked at as a lock to be a starter. He was kind of a guy they brought in in case Carson Wentz failed. He ends up taking over the job and running for it becomes, you know, a top five candidate for MVP. I'd like to see what Shane Steichen can do with Anthony Richardson. Yes, sir. All right. Pick five, the Seattle Seahawks via the Denver Broncos. Thank you, Denver. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Lefty France, who you got? I got Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, uh, edge defender. This is something that the Seahawks could really use at this point. Um, He's a massive guy. I think 6'6", 275, uh, but super fast um, and can really just fill that defensive line for us and be able to attack the uh, rushing game and even get to the quarterback at times. Um, And he's great at covering tight ends, and that's something that could help in the long run too. So I think Tyree Wilson would be a huge piece for us. And I think if he does have cons, then Pete and the defense can really allow that to allow him to be way better yeah and i read something too with him where it said you know back in like ncaa football before it got banned where you're (laughs) recruiting and you could make your own players tyree wilson looks like a player you made for real (laughs) it was like 99 (laughs) across the board like (laughs) galore no for sure all right next pick we got pick six we've got the detroit lions via the los angeles rams Detroit Dianese love the Rams. All right, Kane, yeah, who do. you got here? They're going to stay the par of defense here, and they're going to take a cornerback out of Oregon, and that is Christian Gonzalez. Um, You're going to add this caliber of player, shut down, great hands. I mean, he had four picks on the year, returned it for 118 yards, had his longest for 77. I mean, the dude is an absolute athlete. And when you compare him to those young cornerbacks and young defense, I mean, last year they traded or drafted Aiden and Malcolm Rodriguez. And years prior, it was Jeff Okuda and Amani Oruari. <laughs> Got don't, it. Don't say names you can't pronounce. So we're going to cut you out <laughs> like half the episode. Um, but it adds to this debt on this young defense that they want to try to force out there. And I think this would be a step in the right direction, especially after last year's draft and how their team projected at the end of the year. So they're going cornerback. Next spot, we've got the Las Vegas and no, I didn't say Oakland, even though I thought it in my head Raiders (laughs) Uh, pick seven. They've got a hole right now, releasing Derek Carr, and they've got weapons available to them, you know, with the likes of, I don't know, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. (laughs) So I'm going to get someone to distribute to them. I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud out of the Ohio State. If there's a guy in this quarterback class that's going to be most pro-ready day one, I think it's C.J. Stroud. Out of the guys that we're going to talk about in this first round, I think that his 
overall floor is the lowest out of all of these guys just because I think the rest of them have such a high ceiling that they could get to with their physical tools and with Bryce Young's leadership and ability to distribute. But I think that if you're looking for a guy that is going to be more in the pocket, he's going to be able to distribute. That's what you want. And if you look, the coach here is Joshy Boy McDaniels, where he's used to ball out quick, hit your targets. And you saw a lot of that this year lacking because of injuries to Hunter Renfro to Darren Waller and a lot of balls being force fed Devonte Adams way. I think that if you can get all these guys healthy and right, put a decent backfield mate, maybe re-signing Josh Jacobs, you're a step in the right direction for the Raiders. I mean, you touched on him being a pocket guy, but you can't ever count him out with his legs either. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that he's going to be as apt to run like, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, or Will Levis. Those guys yeah, are going to be right. a little bit more running ability comparative to CJ Stroud. Right. But my, my thing is he's more he's more smart about it than most. If he needs to, he'll yeah. run. Yeah, pro ready. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I was trying to, you know, just trying to be smart here. So, you know. I know. Hey, that was a good point. I'm not, I'll give it to you, but now we're going to skip you because it's not your turn yet. We're going to go to left France here, pick eight with the Falcons. Uh, where you got them going? Uh, going cornerback, Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. Um, honestly, I can't tell you who is a corner right now for the Falcons. AJ Terrell. Exactly. Um, Former so, first rounder two years ago. <laughs> they definitely need another one, and their defense is not great. So I think going Devin Witherspoon at corner is – will fit just perfectly last year. He allowed a completion rate of 34% um, and had 14 pass breakups, which he numbers. Yeah. He's all over the field and can cover the receivers deep and just short routes and also loves to come in and make tackles on the run game too. So that's something that they could really use. And I think Devin Witherspoon really will fit in great there. I think with Devin Witherspoon too, you look at Illinois actually pumping out some DBs. Kirby Joseph for the Lions this last year was absolutely game wrecker for him. So Devin Witherspoon's probably the high, if he goes at eight would be one of the highest Highest. Illini ever drafted. Nice. Fighting Illini. Pick number nine, the Carolina Panthers. Kane, where are we going? Carolina Panthers are going to select a quarterback this year. They really need one. They only have two quarterbacks on the roster right now, and one of them is Matt Corral. And I do not believe that they have any faith in him. Um, I think so they, they he was injured all year. Yeah, but that's why they're going quarterback. And <laughs> it's, well, they're going Will Levis out of Kentucky. And I really like this fit, especially with how you saw Shaq Thompson and uh, – or not Shaq Thompson. Uh, Buddha, what's his name? Chubba Hubbard. That's his Chuba. name. Um, and Dot Foreman kind of break out. Plus, you have DJ Moore on the team. I like this fit a lot. He's a lot of upside, as they've said in comparisons. He is Josh Allen 2.0. Um, just maybe a little bit more ready. He's big, 
strong arm, threw 19 touchdowns on the year, almost 2,400 yards. The dude's a certified stud, and the Panthers are going to be lucky to have him. Dude, this Panthers coaching staff is offensive-oriented, too. You get <laughs> yeah. Frank Wright yeah. coming in. Your like, really like coach Frank. is Jim Caldwell. Like, If you're looking for a team that has nailed the coaching process this year, it it's the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, and, and defense I, is pretty freaking good right now, too. So I, think I, I wouldn't be offenses. shocked to see them in a hopeful playoff position at the end of the year. Somebody's got to win the NFC South. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Will Levis, Carolina Panthers, incoming. All right. Uh, pick number 10 for the Philadelphia Eagles by way of the New Orleans Saints. I'm going Miles Murphy Edge out of Clemson. Former five-star recruit, high pedigree, can go get after the passer. His been able to use his size and athleticism to his advantage throughout his college career. You have some guys getting older along that defensive line. You've got like the Brandon Grahams and stuff like that, that are kind of getting out there. This would be a great guy to partner with Josh Sweat, being able to keep that pass rush high with in Hassan Reddick that's playing that outside linebacker role. I mean, let's, let's make the rich get richer here. And this is a luxury pick for him being this high. And just the thought of getting a miles Murphy on this team has got to have Sirianni and company just wetting their whistle. Yeah. They're, they're in full run it back mode, licking their chops. That's what it is. Yeah. It's full run it back mode. And this Eagles defense is terrifying as is. And you had a player <laughs> like that. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, what quarterback is safe? Yeah. The backup quarterback is on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. can't, can't tackle him. That's a flag. <laughs> I mean, all right. Pick, pick number 11, going down to Tennessee with the Titans. Lefty, what you got? I got Broderick Jones, at left tackle out of Georgia. Um, guy is a super athletic tackle um, with just he's just a massive dude too and georgia produces those left and right um i believe he played high school basketball which shows he's got some athleticism in him uh and can just be a monster on the, in the run game power uh zone anything they need and with taylor luan leaving or getting cut, I don't really know, or retiring. I think he's I, I, think, I believe he's getting cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he delivered his gear to his house. He's like, thanks <laughs> for letting me keep the shoulder pads. Yeah. yeah, with him being gone, that opens a huge hole at left tackle. And I think um Broderick Jones perfect fit for for the Titans. Right. They need one. They really do. Yeah, and they, it, it it did not work out from this year. I mean, no. Tannehill went down. You had Malik playing. You had Josh um, Dobbs playing. Yeah, yeah, they were struggling, and they need someone to protect the quarterback. Exactly, <laughs> and let Derrick Henry just run all over the place. Yeah, that's their that's their success for sure. All right, next pick we've got pick twelve, Houston Texans. It's our first uh, double pick here. They this came via Cleveland. Kane, yep. where you so, going? So, you just drafted 
your franchise quarterback, right? That pick two. Yep. Now you need like Brandon Cooks is cooked. I mean, he's he's cooked. Yeah, he's, he is. I, you can't you can't deny that he's still a great receiver, but his just head's not there in Houston. He wants maybe out. With, he with, does maybe <laughs> with this quarterback change and getting a little help. This is where the first wide receiver is going to be taken, and it's none other than Jordan Addison. I mean, the dude almost had a thousand yards on the season, helped his teammate win the Heisman. Um, eight Led touchdowns the in the year. Two years ago. Yeah. Um, the dude's a certified stud, and it it's just a smart pick. You need to have a safety valve, and he's kind of he kind of fits that description for him. Yeah. So, I think Houston Texans kind of tried to turn this whole thing around. They got a great new head coach, and he really wants to show out. So Addison is the pick. Noise. All right. Next Noice. pick we've got the New York Jets, and we're going back to the Ohio State and going with Paris Johnson tackle. And where I think he slots into this team is right tackle. You've got George Fant, whose contract is up. You have Mikai Becton, who has been oft injured, but a physical freak. So at least with this, you can start Paris Johnson on the right side right now, right now with having Malik on the left side. And then our cheese Malik Becton. Let's just go with Becton on the <laughs> left. So that way he can potentially transition to left tackle further on in his career. But this is a guy that's played on the left and right side in college is a guy that's been talked about in the first round for over a year fitting for me, for him to be the second guy that can start on the right side and has versatility to go left further on in his career. Next pick, we've got the new England Patriots lefty. What are they doing? They're going wide receiver Quentin Johnston out of uh, TCU. Guy at 6'4", 215. They're comparing him to Alshon Jeffrey. Super quick guy, athletic, can make the deep ball plays. Um, Pretty much has a huge catch radius, can get to a lot of balls. Um, And I think with Mac Jones – at QB, this is something that the Patriots really needed is a big receiver that can go in up and make those plays. And I think Mac Jones and him could get along real nice because uh, he just Mac Jones doesn't have a guy right now that he can trust to make those deep plays. So I think they're going Quentin Johnston, TCU at wide receiver. It, it kind of adds to their <clears throat> young core that they have at the wide receiver group and not yeah. to mention their running back group. I really think that him and Kendrick Bourne would be a huge compliment to each other. For sure. And he could be a true number one because your number yeah. one wide out last year was Jacoby Myers out of the <laughs> slot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pick 15. Oh, I've been waiting for this one all day. Pick 15, Green Bay Packers. Kane, where are they going? (laughs) They're going tackle out of Northwestern. Peter Skaronsky. He said it right. Uh, 
We had to go over it five times before the show recorded. <laughs> That's true. Um, but Skronsky, he's a physical presence there at tackle, and that's one thing you've seen lacking with this Packers offensive line those last couple of years. I mean, not the last couple of years, this last year, for like most rest or preferably. Uh, Aaron Rodgers just did not look good. His O line was not great. Collapsed around him all the time. Wide receivers missing cues, left and right. You need to bolster that in hopes that he may come back. So going Skaronsky here really, really solidifies that. Coach Red, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I think that with David Bakhtiari getting older and becoming less effective, I think he still slots in at a tackle spot for you. But Peter Skaronsky is a little bit undersized, so I think starting at guard might not be the worst thing for him. So they have versatility to move him across the line. He's played on both sides at Northwestern, was looked at, as the number one guy in this tackle class leading up to the season. But with his measurables being a little bit lacking, he might not be that first tackle, but I think that whoever drafts him is going to get a good football player. And I think that whether it is Aaron Rodgers or Love running the show, you got to make sure that you shore up that line. And I think this would be a good guy to bring in, good in the pass, but also can block in the run, get Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon toting the rock for you. All right, pick 16. This one was a tough one. Uh, being lefty did an original mock draft. We did a second one because some things had changed. But this was a sneaky pick that we that yeah. I wanted to stick with. <clears throat> and that's Michael Mayer tied in out of Notre Dame. So you've got Logan Thomas, who's injured damn near every day of the week out there. Yeah. You don't have a quarterback after – Heineke's a free agent and you just cut Carson Wentz, but this is not the realm where we're taking another quarterback. Hendon Hooker and Tanner McKee are probably the next two guys. If McKee goes in the first, it's definitely not going to be here. And Hendon Hooker is probably not going to touch the field this year coming off the ACL uh, injury he had late in the year. So let's go ahead and put another weapon on this. Your wide receiving core is pretty solid with Jahan Dotson and scary Terry as your top two guys. So bringing in a good guy that can compliment in the tight end game is something that's that the commanders have been lacking for years. So I think that this was one where we didn't try to get too cute, but got a little bit cute by going tight end overall at 16. Yeah. I mean, they haven't really had anybody dominant since what Lane Thomas for that short stretch or stretch of time. My point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He can't stay on the field. No. So, <laughs> Um, next team, number 17, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers lefty. Where are they going? They're going cornerback Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Uh, six two, 200 pounder guy has the potential to be a cornerback one, honestly, with some time. Uh, his dad also played in the NFL, was a stud for the Steelers, yeah, for the Steelers. Um, and this, I think the Steelers like to go with staff. these types of guys. So I think he's on their staff right now, too. Oh my god! Like, like Joey Porter Even better. is on an NFL staff right now. I believe it's the Steelers. I'll Even fact better. check while you while you give me more about Junior. But yeah, he's <laughs> athletic dude. Um, smart hands can recover on 
receivers if they get by him and can win high point balls, even if he's getting beat. Um, so that could lead to a lot of interceptions for him in the future. So I think cornerback right now, Joey Porter Jr. really fits um, what the Steelers are looking for. They oh, love their defense. Never mind. He's he's coaching in the XFL. Oh, what team? Sea Dragons? Um, it, no, <laughs> the San Antonio whatever they are. Rough Riders, maybe? Uh, okay. Maybe. Roughnecks. <laughs> he, Heinz Ward is the coach. So he oh, dang. Staff yeah. as the linebacker coach. Interesting. All right. Next pick, we've got pick 18, the Detroit Lions. Kane, where are they going? So they're going to stay the course and go defense because last year they still went defense, but they also got that offensive talent. Um, But I think they're going to stick with defense here and they're going to go to an interior lineman and it's going to be Brian Brees out (laughs) out of Clemson. And Clemson has this just weird – thing that you've seen out of the last couple of years and it's defensive guys going defensive in the first lineman yeah going out yeah. in the first round you need somebody to pair with that young rookie uh, not rookie anymore but still that young core that they have and you throwing this guy in to stuff the middle i mean he can get some pressure on the quarterback three and a half sacks on the year but you get a little pressure stop the run game you're looking at a playoff bound lions team this year yeah and i think they're so a little disappointed with the levi on Wuzurike, uh pick two years ago in the second round he's been hurt and underperformed so i think getting a guy in that has the pedigree of coming from clemson and has some good stats can play base edge but also bump inside too has the size and athletic ability to handle both no brainer here yeah Next pick, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for me, this guy was still on the board and wanted to find a good place for him. And with some of the guys getting older in the secondary and some guys coming up for deals, went with Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama. Brian Branch, pretty versatile, can play that box safety that you like to see, can also cover in the slot, and can play over the top. When you're talking about versatility, Brian Branch is the guy, was the leader of that Alabama defense, where they'll probably have another guy drafted next year. Like, I think it's Kool-Aid McKinstry. Great name. Kool-Aid. Yeah, but (laughs) Brian Branch was the leader of that squad, and Alabama usually pumps defensive talent into the NFL. And – Recently, they've been pumping a lot of DBs, and if you're the captain of that squad on the defensive side, you typically do pretty well when you make your foray into the NFL, and I think Brian Branch is going to be that next guy. And I think with the losing of Tom Brady, I want to shore up that defense first and be able to stop players or stop teams from scoring points on me because when you score more points than the other team, you win more often than not. What? Right. And it's, it's no. like you said in the past, they kept running that – try to run that – Super Bowl team back every single year and they're not getting any younger and this gets them a lot younger it gets you a a really really ready guy who can slot in to be that captain that they need yeah all right next pick 
number 20, the Seattle Seahawks lefty. Where are we going here? Going wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. Uh, I really like this pick with the Eskridge just not doing it for us, being hurt. Um, Is D. Eskridge not giving you your jollies? No, he does not give me my jollies. You really don't have a true number three on this team either. Exactly. And uh, Jackson Smith is going to be that number three for him. Open up uh, DK and Lockett. It's going to be hard to guard all three of those guys. Super fast guy. And I think Smith and Jigba averaged 192 receiving yards per game in the last five games or something. I think it was probably I think it might have been 20. He was pretty injured this last year. Yeah. Um, but super just a deep ball guy too, can beat people, beat corners. Um, and yeah, I just think this is some a wide a guy that the Seahawks could really use at wide receiver to make it a three-headed monster. Yeah, and to and to kind of cap on that, you get him some time with Lockett one-on-one, right? Yeah. Just like how he had with Doug. Yeah. And just to think about the things that he could teach him to like, I mean, hell, he could even surpass DK with, with that method, you know? So wow. <laughs> no, I, think... I was going to say, I like that he has inside outside versatility. Yeah. So you could put, run him in the slot or outside, you could flip flop him and lock it kind of tough to lock in on one guy. So someone's always going to be getting single coverage and we haven't really had that three type receiver set since probably Doug Baldwin, Golden Tate, and then call it Percy Harvin or Jermaine Curse. So and watching right. him, he's just a smooth wide receiver. It doesn't yeah, it, you don't really see a lot of flaws in him. So yeah. um could be could be nice. Also one of the reasons CJ Stroud was really, yeah. really good this yeah. year. So wasn't this year. That that was thanks to Mecca Buke or Buka from Squim, from Washington Still, and yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. True. That's true. Yeah. But he was the catalyst with uh CJ Stroud the year prior. Number one guy. All right, pick 21. We're going to LA with the Chargers. Kane, what you got? So the Chargers are kind of in a tough spot here. Um you know, you're getting aging Keenan Allen, can't stay healthy. Mike Williams can't stay healthy. You had Gerald Everett out there who was very hit or miss on the year. So we're going to look at the second tight end taken off the board, and that's going to be Luke Weaver or Luke Musgrave out of uh, Oregon State. Sorry. <laughs> the Beavers. <laughs> um, It's something they need is that surefire tight end. Because when you think about the last 20 years of Chargers football, really, it was Antonio Gates, and (laughs) then it transitioned into Hunter Henry. And then you haven't had anybody, I want to say, the last three years, because I believe three years ago is when he signed with the Patriots. Um, Two years ago. So they haven't had a real dominant force. And not to mention your one and two receiver are injured most of the time and you're running, you know, Josh Palmer 
and DeAndre <laughs> Carter out there who were sufficeable throughout the year. But, you know, you need a surefire guy. Didn't have the best um, stats on the year last year. You're looking at 11 receptions, 169 yards. But the one thing you do like to see is for that, it was 15 and a half for his average. That's pretty decent. Um, the thing with the Beavs, though, is they had so much inconsistent quarterback play because when their starter went down early in the season, they were running a guy out where their run game legitimately in the Civil War at like the three-minute mark of the second quarter, they did not pass the ball the rest of the game. They ran it and came back and won, being down multiple scores. That's how yes. much confidence they had. I want to say in their run game, but I think it was more lack of confidence in who was slaying the rock for him. Yeah. And one of the things, he could be one of those blocking tight ends as well. But I mean, Musgrave is blowing it up. He blew up the senior bowl. He's probably one of the biggest risers that I've seen outside of Anthony Richardson because Anthony Richardson was kind of looking at, you know, pick 20 being the high. And I've seen him going number one in mocks sometimes recently, but Musgrave is a guy where I think we had Dalton Kincaid here, but Musgrave just keeps flying up boards for me. And I think that he fits that he's got the body type to be a good pass catcher. He doesn't drop a lot of balls when thrown his way. He just didn't have a lot of opportunities because the quarterback play at Oregon state wasn't the highest should change, should change this next year. He didn't, he didn't want to leave because it's his hometown. So Yep. All right. Next pick. We've got pick 22, the Baltimore Ravens. And we're going to go Lucas Van Ness edge out of Iowa. And if I'm looking for a team that takes guys that might not have the production stats in college, but are physical freaks, what were you saying? Kane, his nickname, or was it lefty? His nickname is Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. 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 He was what in one thing I read, said that he was blocked by like two high character seniors for a while and but this guy has measurables off the charts so when you look at a team like the ravens who took edifeo away out of penn state a couple years back didn't have the sack production and immediately goes on this team and i think had eight sacks in his rookie year so they're very good at drafting and developing and they've got uh god the guy from Michigan that they basically redshirted this last year. You don't have to bring him along super quickly. God, what was his name? It's not Aziz Ojolari, but I think it's like, oh, he wasn't drafted in the first round. I just know. I just know (laughs) the first round stuff. So, but big time pickup for them. And it just solidifies that defense because it's that tough, hard nose hitting defense that you like to see from Baltimore. Yep. Next pick, Minnesota Vikings at pick 23. Lefty, where are they going? They're going cornerback Cam Smith out of South Carolina. Uh, They're comparing him to A.J. Bouye. Decent corner. Um, Don't know if he could make it to be a cornerback one, but definitely a cornerback two. Can read the quarterback, um, jump throws. And just kind of caused disruption in the passing game. Uh, and he's quick. He can recover on uh, receivers getting by him and attacks the ball in the air. So I think he'll have a lot of pass breakups and maybe some interceptions. I think and this could be 
big for him. And the Vikings need help on defense. Yeah, that was yeah. big time. Yep. All right, next pick going to Jacksonville. The Jaguars at pick 24. Kane, where are they going? So at the recent surgeons this last year of the Jaguars, I mean, Doug Peterson what he has done wonders with that team. Um, they're going to get help themselves out defensively and go edge out of Georgia with Nolan Smith. This guy who can create some havoc. I mean – this whole team is really, really young. And you got to keep the high pressure flying, pre- like pressure on the quarterback, you know, run game, and and possibly drop back into coverage as well. Um, on the year, he had three sacks, 18 total tackles. One of the things um, that they need is just a good edge guy. And I think no one's them. So, Coach, if you got anything else to add, go ahead. Yeah, I've seen some things where Josh Allen, the edge rusher for the Jags, I've seen his name being floated around a little bit in some trade talks. So, I think with Nolan Smith, you pair him with Trayvon Walker, who was also out of Georgia the year prior. Nolan Smith, with everything that I'm seeing, was one of the emotional leaders on that team. And when you pair him with, you know, Trayvon Walker, you've got – uh, Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma in the linebacker room that you drafted last year, like you're putting together a young front seven. And I think that that could be super key for their, to keep that resurgence up. They're playing on the young card. Doug Peterson is just making hay with it. Yeah. DP. The next spot, we've got the New York giants at pick 25 this was a tough spot for me. I saw some reports that uh, good old Kenny Galladay, one of the worst signings that was ever made because he wasn't on the field and was a healthy scratch a lot this year. Yeah. I wanted to try and get – One reception on the year. It was bad. I wanted to try and get kind of a bigger, taller wide receiver, but there wasn't one that fit for me. So I went with Zay Flowers out of Boston College. This dude is yak in a bottle. He – not great quarterback play at Boston College since the times of Matt Ryan. So he's doing a lot after the ball's in his hands. And that's where you've seen good things for Giants receivers in recent years, mainly Sterling Shepard, where these guys are getting the ball and they're making making their hay, getting that yak. And I think that if they're bringing Daniel Jones back, which it sounds like that's their intention, Daniel Jones isn't great at throwing a deep ball. I think that if you can get quick reads over the middle, crossers, getting guys going across, making moves, he can still do stuff with his legs. I think Zay Flowers could be one of those pieces that helps elevate them a little bit more in the NFC East. I saw you put on like 15 pounds of muscle and guy looks, he's freaking jacked. Yeah. Not very tall, but guy is help out stacked uh, thick it'll help it'll help <laughs> out a uh, good old danny nichols baby danny nichols <laughs> all right uh lefty we've got pick 26 the dallas cowboys they're going defensive tackle kalijah cancy out of pittsburgh you nailed that name <laughs> thank you appreciate it i didn't know uh, just first wait till the next pick i'm gonna butcher <laughs> it um <laughs> he's gonna not <laughs> <laughs> but Elijah Cancy, not a very tall guy. Um, big body, 280 pounds, 280 pounds, six foot. Uh, 
but he's quick. Guy can get to the quarterback. Uh, great pass rusher. He had 14 and a half sacks and 27 and a half tackles for loss losses in the two years as a full-time starter. Means the guy can get to the quarterback. And that is something that um, the Cowboys could really use. Their defense Especially is, from the interior. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, he's, I think he is a hit or miss guy. Like he could not produce in the NFL, but he seems like the guy that will work his butt off and get to the quarterback. And that's something that the, the Cowboys really need in on the D line right now. So Kalijah Cancy. It's kind of a fun name to say. I know. I was like thinking <laughs> Kalajah, Cal- but I like Kalijah Cal- a lot better. <laughs> All right. Pick 27, Buffalo Bills. I'm ready to see how you can butcher this because this is one of the, <laughs> the most recognizable names in college football. <laughs> well, here we go. Um, so what were the one thing that you would consider lacking on this Bills team? And I would think that it was the running back position. You I have agree. Devin Singletary, who's a very hit or miss guy. Free Zach agent. Moss was is gone. Yeah, gone. now they got Naeem. Then you have uh, Naheem Himes, and then uh, what's his name? Yeah, Dalvin's James. brother, James. Um, <laughs> Dalvin's have, little brother. They didn't have a lot of faith in the running back play this year. Uh, Singletary was your leader, kind of, could kind of catch the ball as well. But they need to go running back here, and they're going to go Bijan Robinson. Bijan. <laughs> I was close. Bijan Um, Just say it really fast. <laughs> all right. Kind all of right. Flows. So this is everything you're kind of looking for, right? You had a guy yeah. who had 1,500 yards on the year. Almost 20 touchdowns, averages over six yards per carry, and on almost 260 attempts. It's not bad. You want a workhorse. And, you know, Texas breeds different players, you know. So going running back here, it kind of puts them at that next level because it's one thing they've been missing out on. You got to. You can't win games when your quarterback is leading rushing. You really can't. Yeah. It, it's it's not a good position you put yourself in as a team. So if I'm not mistaken, he's a decent uh guy out of the back, like can catch the ball out of the backfield too. Um, which gives Josh Allen a security blanket too. And they it, definitely need to be more a little bit more balanced. Um, Josh Allen shouldn't i mean he should be throwing the ball 60 plus times a game but i agree having a more balanced offense to be able to run and open up stefan diggs and gabe davis and them it'll be i agree if you compare him with james cook with what they actually value him as and he can get those fumbles under control i think this would be a duo you need to look out for in the league for sure well Bijan robinson is probably the best running back prospect to come in the league since Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I did see comparisons to Saquon. It's that's, bananas. That I, can, is crazy. I can also see him going as early as pick 10. Yeah. To 
to the Eagles to replace uh, Miles Sanders. My, yeah. I mean, he don't care about your fantasy points. <laughs> All right? He don't care. He no, he don't. <laughs> but I care about the Bengals at pick 28. <laughs> and where I'm going to have them go is offensive tackle out of Oklahoma, Anton Harrison. And with Harrison, you get a very athletic build in the tackle room. And I know that this is like beating a dead horse for the Bengals who have probably in the last 10 years drafted 7,000 tackles. My math serves me correct, but <laughs> Ron Williams, you know, two years ago when they made the Super Bowl run was healthy and playing very well, but his career has been plagued by injury and we're getting into that make it or break it year. So having that depth along the line, I think is key. And this is a guy that you ended up having Jackson Carmen, who was a second round pick two years ago start for you in the playoffs at tackle and you've had some tackle troubles for this team with Lael Collins being hurt as well this last year bring me Anson Harrison and let him learn under these guys and eventually get that starting role right, and one big thing is how do you win games keep your quarterback up score more points than the <laughs> other team <laughs> you keep the quarterback up I mean as as you pointed out, their offensive line has been plagued with injury. Joe Burrow is one of the most hit quarterbacks in the league, and they really yeah. need to bolster that and keep him upright because when Joey Burr is upright, it's dangerous. Yeah. It is dangerous. He's <laughs> oh. <laughs> my favorite quarterback in the league. Not, not going to lie. Yeah, I love Joe Burrow. He's a stud. Yeah. All right, next pick, we're going to go with – God, how many how many places has this pick been traded? So, all right, we're going <laughs> with the New Orleans Saints at pick 29 via the 49ers who traded it to the Dolphins who traded it to Denver for Brandley Chubb and Denver traded it for Sean Payton. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. No one wants the 29th pick, I guess. Well, well, apparently the New Saints Orleans, do. New Orleans yeah. does. True. Um, they're gonna go Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback out of Mississippi State. This guy is the definition of a ball hawk. Um, long guy, and I believe he had 14 career interceptions with six pick sixes. Three last year. <laughs> yeah. The guy knows how to take the ball away, and that's what any defense wants. Um, so the Saints getting him at 29, where no one else wanted the 29th pick. Uh, I'd take 14 picks and six and six pick sixes. Uh, but yeah, this guy's long and can just recover off anything, makes great plays, and really would fit in with the saints in this situation. Yeah. The only downside is you can be a little over aggressive, which could lead to some big plays. If I were going to compare him to a guy, I'd kind of be like Trayvon Diggs. but imagine this guy going across for Marcus Lattimore. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. To steal a line from lefty friends. <laughs> love to see it. You do love to see <laughs> it. Really? 
<laughs> All right. Uh, pick number 30. We've got the Eagles on the clock again. Kane, where are they going with this pick? Sirianni's going to do it again, and it's going to bolster their offensive line. And they're going with a guard out of Florida, Osiris Torrance. You're throwing this rookie in to a line where they had so much success on the year. Not to mention, I believe they had a rookie standout this past season. And they had two. There we go. Two two years ago. (laughs) All right. Well, they're going to have another one this year, especially when you pair him with two future Hall of Famers and Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Dude's going to learn a lot, bolster that offensive line, and keep Jalen just balling. I mean, it's always Jalen Hurts season, especially when he's in Philly. So, you know, you, you have to add to this line. Let those running backs run. Protect your quarterback. Let him throw all over the place and make the Super Bowl again. Absolutely love this pick. Yeah, uh, I think with this pick, it's some insurance for Jason Kelsey eventually retiring because you have Landon Dickerson, who was a center in college at Alabama that's been playing guard for you. And then you've got, what is it, Seofilo or whatever his that I can't pronounce as the other guard. Who's, <laughs> uh uh, but pro bowler. So I think with Torrance, this dude is massive. He's like three fifty, like six six. The dude is a big boy, and I think that he slots into that guard spot when Landon Dickerson eventually takes over the center role. Have him on this team, injury insurance at the beginning, and then let this kid roll and just maul in that run game. Yeah. Last pick of the first round, pick 31, the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. They've got some question mark at wide receiver for me. You've got Juju Smith-Schuster up. You've got Michael Hardman's deal is up. So I think the guys that you have under contract are Sky Moore, Canarius Tony, and MVS. MVS, Marquez Vasquez, Scandling. Valdez. 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 Scantling. Vasquez, Valdez. <laughs> too many. There's too many zzz in that yeah. name. All right. Where I'm going to go is Tennessee. And we're going to go Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver out of Tennessee. Blew up this year. Yeah. Um, what I would say for Jalen Hyatt, he's an explosive playmaker. And you've got that possibility with Tony and with Sky Moore. And He's a little bit smaller. He's only clocking in at about six foot, but he's got some speed and over the top. Hendon Hooker was feasting with Jalen Hyatt this year before his injury. I think that you insert him with Patrick Mahomes. You might see the evolution of Patrick Mahomes getting these younger wide receivers to the level he got with Tyreek Hill. So you've got young guys on rookie contracts. Your starting wideouts would all be on their rookie contracts with Travis Kelsey patrol in the middle. And yeah. these guys are only going to get better as time goes on when they get more acclimated to what Patrick Mahomes does best, which yeah. is fall out yeah. on the football field. Especially in this offense and is what you, I was going to say. You know, you throw him in there, like you said, to get acclimated. I mean, watch out for Sky Moore this year. Sky Moore might have just a giant leap this offseason and – 
just open the floodgates. Let's get to wrap it up for this mock draft. You know, before before you finish this podcast, if you're on your phone, why don't you go ahead and hop on over and give us follows. You can follow me on Twitter at the real coach red on Instagram at the real underscore coach red. Also hop on over to YouTube where you can catch this search for kicking it with coach red or at the real coach red. Go ahead, subscribe, like notifications, and give us a comment. Why don't you comment? Do it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> rogue rogue pussy just came into the the thing the pussy cat hey she wanted love all right pussy cat jeez, jeez lefty like, if people want to people want to judge you by your reaction to that last comment where can they find you follow me on twitter at lefty france on instagram at france 13 go over and follow our pod on twitter and instagram at coach red pod Follows, follows, follows. Do it, freaking do it. Kane, where you at? You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Killing Kane, where you know you might see a picture of this cute thing. <laughs> so follow him, follow and, him, follow him. Do it, freaking do it. And you might also see a picture of his cat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And that's gonna wrap it up. And you know what? As always, stay fresh. Stay fresh, peeps. Peace. We'll